Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we are the Aussie Shoguns. My name is Mick, and I'm joined here by Isaac. Konnichiwa, And uh, we are going to be having a little cheeky chat. Kimetsu no Yaiba, uh, Demon Slayer movie came out in, in Australia, finally. Am I right, bro? It was a finally kind of feeling. Yeah. I dragged my fiance there. She did not want to come. She reckoned it was good once she was there, but I was like, no, no. It's, then I was like to after we finished it, you want to come watch, like, watch the series with me again? Because when we watched it again, she was like, no, I'm good thing. I was like, no. which is it? Did you like it or did you not? No, I'm just <laughs> she said she likes it, but I was like, you can't say that and then not come watch, like, the, uh, like the anime with me. I was like, what if, is this BS? If you truly liked it, you'd be interested in the anime too. But yeah, it finally came out here in Australia after it's already broken all the records in Japan. Um, so it was only something apparently like four weeks. In Japan? Well, I think since it came out in Japan. Yeah. I thought it was longer. Four weeks? I may, oh, no, I think that's about right. It feels like a little bit longer. But um, we're going to be talking about that more at the end. We're going to make sure not... It will be spoilers, but we're going to talk about the end. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the movie yet and you're still interested, be warned. The end of the podcast, when we start talking about uh, Demon Slayer, it will be spoilers. We will make sure we highly advertise spoilers at that point. Yeah. Um, And we'll have a little chat about music and a little bit of story time. Uh, about your name, Kimi no Na from 2016, uh, and anime versus reality. So uh, if those sound interesting, stick around. But uh, what have we been up to recently, Isaac? You've just started some school. Yeah, I'm doing my head in. I'm going to bang against the wall. <laughs> I've been in a, uh, not, I don't want to say a fight, because that sounds bad, but just like back and forth with the uni for the last two days. Yeah. Non-stop yeah. trying to get stuff sorted out. And then we got some other stuff going on outside of all that. It's just like flat out. Like I said to Mick before we started, I went out at six o'clock, six thirty yesterday. I think I went like left the house and didn't get home till eight thirty at night. That's uh, that's pretty crazy. I think, yeah, that's that's pretty gross. <laughs> I haven't had one of those days for a while, but I've had those days before and I know how you feel. It's like when you're at the end of those, you're like, oh, tired. All the energy's drained. And then I got home and did some studies. I had no chance getting any study done. Yeah. And Japanese is my strong point in terms of study. And I was looking at some of the words being like, uh, do I have to do this? <laughs> was it was it for the, the university stuff now then? Yeah, it was university stuff. So it was like, there was comprehension stuff and reading. So it was... Um, but you know they give you a sentence like yada 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 and then have like underlined it's like what is the word and it has four English options so not like super intense stuff but like enough that by the time I'd done like four or five pages my head was like stop <laughs> you're just like no not like this I'm being drilled yeah fair enough so university, the start, the start of uh, the semester could be going better, but I heard could be. I heard you had to be like talking with people. We're both like in having to talk to so many people. Me, it's about graduation. You, it's about 
getting your program sorted right, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, happens. Literally. Happens. But, uh, you know, you'll, I believe in you. You'll push through it. You'll get through it. Alive or dead, I'm not sure yet. We'll find out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I, I, I don't think my first aid still... I had first aid back in the day when I worked with <laughs> at schools. Um, but, you know, not sure if it still counts anymore. But I'll try my best, you know, if you're around when you, you know. <laughs> Did you know, with CPR these days, you're not meant to give breaths? Uh, you're not meant to give breaths? They're not compulsory. It's more the chest compressions that are focused. I I did not. Have you done Have you done your first aid recently? Not since like year ten, which was like eight years ago. Oh, okay. But um, my mum, who is a teacher's aide, and my fiance both have to have them with yeah. their jobs. So I get updated every year on like the current. That's interesting. And the BS that they find interesting. Yeah, interesting. Or, like, once you start CPR on someone, you're not allowed to stop. Oh. Until emergency services arrive. Yeah. Otherwise, you can be, uh, like, you know, let's say you stopped and that person died, you can be charged for murder. That is, that's heavy. That's heavy. Or, another one, if someone has, they have these things in Australia called do not resuscitate. Do not resuscitate. They're like a little certificate that says, um, if this person has a heart attack or whatever, do not resuscitate them. If they do not carry that letter on them, you have to give them CPR. Like, even if they're not meant to be resuscitated, you still have to work on them. Yeah, yeah. If they don't have the letter. Which is pretty interesting. Wow. A lot of stuff I didn't notice there. Well, interesting. And I guess that happens when uh, your fiancé and your, your mom have some, you know, medical background. Or, like, working at the school and stuff, I guess that happens as well. But uh, I haven't, I, I feel like because school finished for me and I'm not doing a part, like I'm not doing a part-time job or anything right now, I feel like I should have so much energy to do some more like Japanese study or just do some more stuff. But there's been so much on my plate to get these people to help sign me off with graduation. I've been told now like two or three times it's okay, but then it doesn't show up. So I can't get my paperwork that I need. Graduation certificate. Yeah, yeah. Like I need a letter from them. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's that sound. Uh. Um, so are you still meant to be going in April? That's only a month away. Yeah, yeah, they want me there this month, actually, now. <laughs> good luck. So, no offense, but good luck. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's a lot happening. I feel like this, I could, you know, it's like a full time just working for myself to get myself, like, moving and you know, into into my next step of life, so to speak. <laughs> but uh, So you ever coming back? Are you just going to stay in Japan now? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, for everyone who's listening, uh, it's it's a planned you know, trip going over to Japan. Um, I don't He's know. He's legally doing it as well. Yeah. I I like Australia, right? So that's, I have nothing against Australia. Uh, being half Canadian, half Australian, I think, I can't see myself like living in Canada full time again because I feel like I'm just like so disconnected. They got a lot of dodgy stuff happening there as well. I I mean, 
each to their own. No, no comment. You. <laughs> that might. No, I, I'm not but, saying. I'm not saying like uh, there's dodgy people everywhere. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, they have a lot of shootings and that as well, like America, don't they? From my understanding. Uh, I don't know. I think they probably have some sort of stuff that because there's more guns there. Australia is very strict. Same with Japan, and that's what I'm very comfortable with in in those regards but nevertheless i feel more connected with uh australia and i feel like more connected with japan so i think between those two and right now i'll probably be going over and just seeing how life goes what job opportunities come up then you'll have to come over you know we'll do uh some adventure podcasts how's that sound this podcast kicks off could be a full-time job i won't have to go do my master's you can do your masters at the same time. Nothing's stopping you. If you want to. Yeah, true. But um True. Yeah. I can just be a stay at home dad. You know, I'm I'm with you on that one. Stay at home dad sounds chill. <laughs> I agree. Um I actually I mean like I don't mind doing the I know you don't mind cooking and stuff like that as well. I don't mind actually just doing like I do, I've done my own laundry since I was pretty little. You know, just kind of, you know, moving out of home. I've done some cooking before. I feel like I'm more proactive when I'm out of, out of like my family's house. But actually, it's weird, right? Because to this point of like studying that, whenever I'm at home, I'm like, I don't want to study. I don't want to do anything. But as soon as I go down and visit Dad in Brisbane, it's like Study Central. Yeah, like a really good place to just study. I don't know if it's because it's not my home or if it's. It just like it you, well, like even when I go to Chloe's, I don't want to study. But like as soon as I go somewhere else, I'm like, it's time, yeah. I then you time. like get get in the zone kind of feeling. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair enough. But anyway, that's us currently. It's not much is all all changed. We're still Isaac's doing work, but now school's starting. I'm still trying to do graduation stuff. I never knew this would be such a you know a long process, but hey, here we are. I, yeah. And that leads us into our, our first segment today. We're going to be having a little chat about some music. 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 Um, is it ongaku. is it just me? Yeah, ongaku. There's, there's a word for the day, ongaku. How do, you, how do you split the kanji for ongaku, Isaac? Uh, it's sound and fun. Sound on the left, fun on the right. Boom. Sound and fun. That is music, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, sounds pretty basic. It is the kanji for sound on the left, and then the kanji for fun on the right. Yeah. Um, I feel like recently, anime intros have been popping off. But what do you think? I haven't really had a chance to watch a lot of anime, unfortunately. Um, in saying that, the ones I have seen so far are good. Are good. I I feel like even if they're not popping off because like they're just an amazing piece of music. For instance, the uh, what is it? Attack on Titans. That is everywhere on when you go on Instagram. When you go on like I don't use TikTok, but I'm sure there's like I've seen people's TikToks re reposted on Instagram, and they always use that that. That song where, you know, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, don't get me wrong, 
because like that's an old one. The the fur like the one right now. I don't I don't know. It's not great. It's like so high pitched, so quick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just not my thing. This one. That's fair enough. Yeah. I I don't think it's necessarily my thing either. I just found it super interesting. Like I was on Instagram yesterday, looking at some of these, you know, Attack on Titan. Uh, videos and stuff that people were making and they were all using like this the new music mm. and i was like okay i guess there's you know enough people that really like this but hey there's there's i think yeah yeah since i think like my favorite yeah there's a lot of good anime intros in that but i think my favorite so far that i sometimes come back to would be kimetsu no yoba's uh was it grunge by Lisa. Oh. The, like the very first opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. That That's a good anime opening. So you said it's by Lisa? It's called Grunge? I think it's like G-R-U-N-G-E, I think is how it's spelled. Yeah. Um, that's probably like my favorite of all time. There's a lot of good anime songs I listen to on the regular, but that's probably one that... I don't listen to it all the time, but it's one that I'll bring out if I'm feeling that's fair i was gonna say like i feel like we're we're such big shonen fans because you say kimetsu no yaiba or demon slayer intro and then like another popping off intro like recently would be the first intro they had to jutsu in the jutsu kaisen oh yeah and like the, or even like the outro Haikyuu. okay yeah yeah haikyuu as well but you know the the outro to Jujutsu Kaisen when they have like the little dancing animation and it's just like a chill beat, like Lost in Paradise. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the actual video clip for that? That's funny as. Oh uh, no! Like I two haven't. gangsters oh, just stand there dancing. I haven't. That's so funny. Yeah, Lost in Paradise. That would be the the outro. Um, I just had a quick look. Jujutsu Kaisen. The the intro was done by Eve. Yeah, we've discussed this before. Yeah. And I just remember that's the one that's like stuck with me recently. We did discuss it. We discussed Eve before. Yeah, Eve's such a great band. Like, they have so many good songs, and they're not all the same. Yeah. What would you say is like the top? I feel like Haikyuu has had it like a. We talk about these same anime, but hey, the, these anime intros are actually popping up. Yeah. So like Haikyuu, you've got Burnout Syndrome. Sing all the good ones for it. Yeah. Um, Blue Encounter. I don't know if they do one for Haikyuu. I know they do one for Dr. Stone. Do a really good one. Alpha 20... I think it's Alpha 21 does the first original Dr. Stone one, which is also really good. Yeah, I just remember... <coughs> Sorry. Um, I think... Was it the most recent Haikyuu, like before they finished the season, where... It was like mm. another pretty good song, but it was actually the lyrics, like the lyrics in Japanese, and they were just like really encouraging lyrics. I felt like, like I feel like Haikyuu is really good at picking those inspirational almost songs. Yeah, like they build on it. Yeah, yeah, like there's there's like it other builds ones. up the anime. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. Like um, Demon Slayer and the Jutsu Kaisen one, they're like just popping off songs and then they like work with the animation they animate it well with the song but then i feel like haikyuu 
is like is the like build up, the inspiration, and then each episode you watch, you just get more and more into it, and you're like, yeah, yeah, indeed. Oh, that is so true. Especially when Burnout did Syndrome, I think did Fly High. Uh, that one was good. That's probably everyone's number one. Hey, Fly High. Yeah. Isaac and I have very similar interests in these intros um, but if you have a different intro that you guys like let us know in the comment section let us know on our discord we want to listen to some more uh, anime intros if you got something that's a little bit less known uh, that we should have a quick cheeky look at interesting though right because uh, when it comes to anime intros we quite like the same kind of stuff but yeah. when it comes to actual music, we differ quite a lot. Like, I listen to a lot more rock bands, I would say, than I do um, pop, whereas you seem to listen to more laid-back pop. Yeah. I think I think that's exactly right. I listen to... So, like, s- yeah. you've got bands like Flow, um, One OK Rock, First Story, I think they're called. Um... I think the only phase that I went through where I was listening to a rock band was 1OK Rock. Mm, when I Yeah, when I first went to Japan, um I heard of a song called Wherever You Are. Oh, that's so It's a really good song. Um and that got me like hooked on 1OK Rock. And when I watched, I watched like their live on YouTube. It was probably like illegally posted because I couldn't find it since. But like they had an entire. Yeah, it's still up there. Yeah. Yeah. They had like a live. I just remember they had a live where there was a secondary stage like in the crowd. And they went to go do like mm. some more acoustic stuff in it. And it just gave me goosebumps. Like it just, I was like, whoa, like this is actually amazing band. I see why so many people like these guys. But, yeah, uh, they're unreal. They also do an English version of it. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of English stuff recently. Hey. Yeah, but like it doesn't bother me. I I feel like the singer, um, has reached that level where he's done enough in Japanese. I don't even care if he goes English. Yeah, he's yeah. so good at what he does. Is the thing. Yeah, Taka. Like right? you've got another song. Yeah, you like the beginning, which I love. We are, I'm pretty sure, is famous around the world. Yeah. I've listened to that one before as well. We Are is probably what got me into it originally. I heard that years ago. Yeah. And then there's, like what is Game it? Revolution. Clock Clock Strikes. Yeah. I feel like that's one at karaoke with my friends in Canberra. We have like one one guy in the group who just always screams that one. So it's like Clock Strikes. And he's it's not even like he's singing it, right? He's just, yeah. Some of them are a little bit heavy. I will say that. Most of rock songs of them are good, though. Yeah. Which is so weird why I got into those... Because I listened to those kind of heavy albums. And I had, I've had i never been into rock, and I haven't been into rock since. But for 1OK Rock, I was like, okay, I'm okay with this. Yeah. Yeah. Which then takes us to, I guess, like, Western music versus Japanese music. What do you think, like, the biggest differences are? Biggest differences, there's many, hey. like the genres in, Japan, in Japanese aren't as varied, I feel. 
I feel like there's two major genres in Japanese, or three, now that I've come across it. Rap, rock, and pop. And they're like the three stock standard Japanese um, genres. Whereas the genres in English are very varied. Like, there's all different genres. Yeah. Like, there's very there's a lot of sub-genres in these. Um, and, like, even your techno and stuff like that. But they're not big enough, I would call, to say, like, a genre, like a major genre that people listen to. Yeah. I agree. I think those there it is like those three in Japan, hey. And it's interesting cuz they just have such a big following. Um but then everything else seems much more yeah, niche then, we could say. Yeah, a niche is probably a good word to put it. Like for instance, um, jazz, right? Um Yeah. I know that there's a famous I had an American friend tell me about this famous jazz bar that's in Hokkaido in Japan. But I don't know any Japanese people who listen to jazz music. Mm, it's very true. Like a lot of the Japanese people I met have generally listened to pop or rock. Yeah. Not so much rap, but like I've found like that little niche of rap recently with um Hakayan. Hakayan, yeah. A few other artists that keep popping up around that. Yeah. He's yeah. actually got some really good songs, and not just like one or two either. Yeah. I. I it's still. It blows my mind. He. I'm pretty sure he makes a song a week, one a week still. Really? Yeah. Like, he's just keeps putting them out. And then he dropped an album as well, like, while still putting one out a week. It's ridiculous. So. Dude is talented. I'll give him that. I, I'm not a fan of all his songs, but, like, most of them are decent. Yeah. It's interesting because he does, like, short form songs. Yeah, they're only, like, two minute songs. That's what gets me. I'm like, no, just put this song on repeat. It'll be fine. Just, like, play it again for two minutes. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Make it longer. What would you say then um, for like rap, right? Because you've been listening to a bit of Japanese rap recently. Is there any big differences that stick out to you f- between like English rap then? There's a lot of different subcultures in rap in English, I feel, whereas Japanese is generally for rap more laid back, right? But then when you look at rap in English, you have people like Eminem and uh, 50 Cent and all of these other ones. Yeah. Tupac, that are like, the rap is quick. So, like, I feel like you've got your main rap, which is like Eminem, 50 Cent, that kind of thing. And then you've got another type of rap, which is like, and I don't want to sound racist here, I'm just specifically pointing it out. There's black people that rap that are a lot heavier in it. It's more like a rocky rap. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, it's very uh, in your face. Yeah. And I think, I think I know what you mean. Like, um, I've listened to quite a bit of rap before. <clears throat> My favorite rapper is Chance the Rapper. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's back. Back was it Peanut Butter or wait, it was Cocoa Butter Kisses. Mm. I really liked that song back in the day. Um, I like Juice World. I don't mind the Juice World. Yeah, Pasta, but like he's got some good songs. Yeah, and and I think I guess like maybe then the other one is. There's also like sing rapping almost in English as well with like Ed Sheeran, like he did some of those quick, but I it's feel almost like, that like ties his... in with um, Eminem though, because Eminem gets extremely quick. Yeah, and he he can sing to him too, if that makes sense. Like I think he like Ed Sheeran and Eminem are a good comparison. Yeah, yeah. So there's that, and then I guess with the Japanese side, then it's kind of more chilled. It's kind of like about their own beat. 
lots of people just like rap about mm. whatever they're even f- feeling and it just feels kind of like yeah. more like a different tempo like you know that they're just doing it because whatever yeah like for instance i guess the english names of Papillon's songs aren't the greatest but like he's got songs like depressed by you eternal masturbation um and some other stuff in there but like they're like you just look at the song titles and you're like what the hell is this dude thinking and then you listen you're like this is catchy ass yeah you're like okay well then I can vibe to this, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's and then um, there's another rapper that I listen to in Japan quite a bit. Saru is his name. Mm. I listened to him like that was a while ago, but he also is kind of more that like poppy kind of like rap. It's like a mix between mm. pop and rap. So I find it, I find it interesting. Yeah, I do think Japanese rappers more laid back is probably the way to differentiate. Something I would listen to, like, if you're wanting to relax. Not something I'd listen to if you're, like, trying to get in the zone for something. Yeah. So, like, I have two different types of music generally. Like, you know, if I'm playing a sport or at the gym, I'll listen to Japanese rock. Or if I'm in the car, it'll lean towards more, like, pop or rap, depending. Depending? De- you know, depending how you feel and, and what you've got a little itch for. And then, you know... Sometimes you you have to have a customer's request for a country, right? And you, I know how much you love country music. Yeah. So we had a I had a customer yesterday that requested to listen to country music. Not a fan. How much do you love country music, dude? There's no way I'd ever put that shit on my phone. <laughs> I would burn my phone before I listened to that. That's uh unfortunate. Unfortunate for all the country lovers out there. Uh, you're not gonna f- you're not gonna vibe with us on that one. But we're happy for Look, you. Look, I'm not. I'm not saying all country is bad. Yeah. I'm saying that I choose not to listen to it. I I'm the same. You know, there's there's been some country music. I think back in the day when it was uh, Miley Cyrus's yeah, like you get dad. Yeah, a little bit of Keith Urban. Yeah. yeah. Or Ray Ray Cyrus or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. He's good. They were pretty. But chill. I don't listen to him. Or like it's not like. I'm not going to go out, and, out of my way to listen to it. If it comes on the radio, maybe, but... Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I We're the same with that one. I vibe with that. If it comes on, it comes on, you know? Um, but, yeah. I guess we could move on like, to... Oh, yeah, sorry. I was going to say, like, I have a friend that literally has a country playlist. Like, you would never catch me dead in her car. <laughs> Just find him in the boot? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, probably. Well, I think um, we can we can throw it on into our second segment. We're going to talk about anime and reality stuff. We've been talking about a lot about anime recently, but I figure, why not? We will be changing this up probably next week, but we've both been like super flat out and haven't really had time to sit down and have discussions about the podcast in between, so... Just bear with us. This couple of weeks has been a bit rough. Hopefully next week onwards will be nice and smooth and we'll have better uh, quality topics for you. Better, whoa, bro. Better quality. Whoa. More variety. There we go. There's, a, there's you know, we got to put the positive spin on it, you know? <laughs> so, story time. What do you got for us? So, story time. Yeah, it's a mix of story time with uh, Kimi no Nawa. Or the the movie Your Name that came out in 2016. 
And it kind of made me think about uh, how anime uses real places and the reality versus anime. Like when they use a park in Japan, if you've ever been to one of the, the parks or like right run the trains, right? This was when I think the biggest, you know, it's happened a couple times when I've watched an anime and I've been in the area. Um, but with Kimi no Nawa, with your name, I was in a cinema in Shinjuku in Tokyo. And I was watching the movie. And then it cuts to this. It, they have this scene where the, the main character is riding a train um, to like past Shinjuku, like the place where I was sitting in a theater watching the movie. And all the chimes and stuff were the same chimes that I listened to on my way to that station to go watch the movie. So I, I was like tripping out for a second because it was like literally the exact same chimes. And then when they showed Shinjuku, they had like the theater. It was like to the T what it looked like at that time. And like the theater that I was sitting in watching the movie was on the screen in front of me in anime That's form. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. And it just, it's like moments like that where uh, the more and more you kind of realize that some of these animators are taking from like real spots and they find like real locations and are making it into anime. It just, it blows my mind. It's not even like a small portion of it. Like it's a lot. Like if you look at most animes, you can find these places and they look identical, if not close to. Yeah, yeah. Depending on what the artist is going for, but you know. Like, um, if I were to say, there's one I was just re- watching, um, recently, Gotoben no Hana Yome. It's just kind of a chill uh, anime, but they had like a, a scene where they were going on a trip to Kyoto, and I, you know, we've both been to Kyoto before. Mm-hmm. It's just surprising, like you know, they they got like the the Kyoto station, the stairs. The stairs are like perfectly like I've I've walked those stairs so many times and it was 100% perfect those stairs you could recognize them and it, you could recognize like the building and like everything about it was just like they had obviously just taken a photo of Kyoto station and drew it up in their anime you know it's pretty impressive so I think that's that's something that uh I look forward to cuz I like chasing after um, kind of those those locations and having a look or, or doing. I, I've done it a couple times also with your name. Do you know the scene where, at the end, where um the guy and the girl they're passing each other on the stairs, mm. and there's like the handrail is like the red handrail, and they're passing each other, and it was on like the posters and stuff as well. Look, I know what. Like what area you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You, is your so just enlighten me again? Is your name the one with the deaf girl? Because I remember we watched it in Japanese together, but I couldn't remember if the one we watched was the one where they're from two different times. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's so your name is the one where they're from two different times. The de- the deaf girl is um uh silent voice. Oh, okay, okay. Because I I had this you know they not that they're all similar, but like. I forget the names sometimes of the things because I haven't watched them in so long. Yeah, yeah. It's like I still need to go watch Tinky no Ko. I'm like halfway through the audiobook in that. Oh, nice. It's a, Yeah, it's almost like when you've watched enough Ghibli movies, so like, wait, which one was that one? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, f- I feel you. Um, but there was, there's a location, there's a shot in that movie that they do where they're walking on the opposite side of the stairs and they like walk past each other. And it's a really famous uh, kind of picture from the movie. And so I remember after uh, everything was said and done, I went with my uh, two mates. From my camera mates were there in Japan with me. And we went, we were like posing. One was the girl, one was the guy. And we were just like posing the shot. And like we found the location because people have it, like the location written down. And so, yeah, it's, it, it wasn't, this one wasn't exact to the anime. But you could tell like that it was very That's close. what they were going for. Yeah. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's just interesting. And I think there will probably be like more anime that like that that come out. Um, that are like based on location. Not to not to go back to the same anime that we always talk about, but Haikyuu as well is is based in uh, Miyagi Prefecture. Yeah. And uh, so like all the schools and like the way that they talk and the way that they go about. I find that's a very Japanese thing in anime. Like they always whatever area they're in, they stick to that dialect. Yeah. Speaking. Or like um. What what is the English? Um A Town Without Me. Is that what you're going for? Oh yeah. Have you seen that anime? Boku Um no, I haven't. I was making an assumption on the Japanese. Oh. I don't actually know what the English title is. Look I'm searching Boku Gainaimachi Ego. The Google translation is "city without me." Erased. Oh, is the English? Thank you. It is erased. What's it has here? Boku. Ah, boku dake ga inaimachi. I was missing the dake. So it's like just him there. Yeah. So. Yeah, erased is based in Hokkaido, where they have like this cute. They have a cute way. Here, here's another little Japanese lesson. It's a way of saying bye, like jane, right? But instead, in Hokkaido, they say stakke. What was that? You broke up. Uh, they say stakke. So it's like shita uh, chisaitsu ke. Mm. And it's like a, like a Hokkaido dialect. And um, they used it yeah. in the anime along with of course, like the using the same areas and stuff, but I just find it cool. You know, that's uh, if if you guys are ever exploring, Area? and you if if you're like big fans of you know certain anime, look up look up if they have locations and stuff. You know, it's it's pretty cool what you can find. Indeed. But um, that's all. It was just like a short little story time, I guess. I wouldn't more, uh, now that I hear it, it's not really story time. It's more of like an informational little clip. It's more of like a, yeah, this is a cool thing that happened to me, you know? Yeah. But, but now, should we get into the big boy? Should we get into spoiler territory? Yeah, we should. Kimetsu no Yaiba. All right, this is your warning, everybody, from here on out. If you haven't seen it, get out. Get out. <laughs> Don't. Don't wreck it for yourself. If you have seen it, it's not worth it. it. Yeah, it's it's really not. 
If you have seen it and you want to know what we we think, stick around. Tell us what you think. That would be that would be wonderful. So, Kimetsu Nyaiba Mugen Nesha, the whatever it is. What do, what do they call it? Infinity Train or something? The Mugen Train? Oh, Mugen. They just use Mugen? Okay. Yeah. They didn't use an English word for it. Mugen Train. What did you think of it, Isaac? Unreal. It was exactly how the manga predicted it. Oh, well, read it. Wrote it. The manga predicted it. Puts the glasses up. <laughs> yeah. My bad. I accidentally spoiled it for myself. I don't recommend reading the manga ever again. You gotta you got wait until someone's told you that it's, hey, bro, it's different than the manga. The manga's better. And then you go and read it, right? Yeah. This was, like, picture perfect. Like, I remember sitting there. I was saying this before we started. I was sitting there. And I'd kind of forgotten that I'd read it because I'd read it ages ago when it had originally ended. And I wouldn't know what happened next. Um, and so I kind of spoiled it for myself. But it was, like, it was good experiencing it in person. You're sitting there for everyone because you guys can't see, but Isaac's wearing his his uh, Demon Slayer jumper today. My guy's repping, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, I did not read the manga. I did not read ahead, so for me, it was really cool heading into it. I don't think that um, it's it would be easy like for your fiance to have seen it without seeing the anime first. She had seen the first episode, and I did have to explain some stuff in, like, inside the movie theater yeah. to help her. But, like, I don't know, she struggles reading the subtitles. <laughs> yeah. So, she feels like she gets too distracted watching the subtitles rather than actually listening, like, you know, watching the movie. And, like, I've watched so much, more, like, anime that it doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah. Um, so, that was kind of where she was at. No, that's, yeah, that's fair enough. I can see that. And I, th- I think, like, story-wise, though, it's almost for like the average person who's gonna walk into that. I would definitely advise seeing the first season before it. Yeah, because it it's it's a direct carry on. Yeah, that's what it is. Like yeah, like I I rewatched or I just skimmed through the last episode before going to the movie theater of like the the previous season. And when it's like mm. they were running to get on a train, and so then when I went and sat in the movie theater and then they started by like running to get on the train. I was like, okay. And they skipped some details from the last episode when they started, I noticed, too. Yeah. Like, it kind of just presumed you'd watched it. Yeah. Which I am grateful for, because when there's other movies that go on after, after like, anime seasons, they, they like, kind of carry on with just explaining everything about the, the season that happened prior to that for you. And, like, yeah. I'm glad that they just skipped it. I'd rather this than too much, you know? How did you feel about the first half an hour of the movie? The first half an hour of the movie was, was uh, I think, I, like, I did feel the slow pace. Mm. Um, what happened exactly in the first half an hour again? So, like, they got on the train, and then, you know, they're looking for him. And, like, when it started, I was like, this isn't what I wanted. This isn't how I thought it would go. Yeah. And so, like, the first half an hour, I was like, did I make the right decision to come see this? Because um, it was very, like, slow and hard to get going. So, like, we said spoilers, right? So, like, you know, they search for Rengoku, Rengoku, and then they find him. And he's just going on about how delicious his meal is. And then they they don't really get anything out of him. And it's kind of just sitting there. And then it kind of comes, like, kicks off when they punch the tickets. Yeah. 
definitely. I think there was like there was like a couple um oni, a couple of demons that came out um before yeah like the big before the first bigger um demon came out but yeah i think those were kind of slow and it was like it was just showing off like Rengoku is strong and it was yeah, like it was kind of being like oh look you see these are his powers or you know these are his swordsmanship skills yeah it's, it's like hey this is a big boy we got here in the cast he's uh he's gonna do some stuff and so i think that's i uh, just to give you like a little taste but i i do think it took like I, I felt like it was taking a bit of a bit of a long time doing it as well. Yeah. And then they got into like when the the train demon, the Oni, um like started doing the sleep stuff. The lower one. Yeah. The one that turns into the train, right? And he's he got like everyone to go to sleep and whatnot, and then they're gonna kill people in this in their sleep. Now, if you watch, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched it, any of it, for example, the the demons have ranks. So you've got the lower five, or is lower ten, lower ten, and then the upper ten. Yeah. Lower ten are like your demons that have a little bit of power, but aren't that strong. The upper ten are the ones that have haven't like changed for years and years. Is how they describe it. Yeah. And. I don't know what the what was the the train demon on. He was lower one, so he was the top one of the lower. Oh, okay. Because I, I feel like yeah. He was... So like right before that movie kicks off in the pre, I see the previous episode, the one before that, they show um. Uh, forget the like the the demon lord's name, whatever it is. Yeah. In, he kills off all the other lower demons because they haven't done anything for him, as in, like, taken out any of the uh, the demon slayers. Yeah, and yeah. So he kills all of them and he injects him with his blood to make him more powerful. Okay, that makes sense now, because I was like, I feel like he's pretty strong. Yeah, and so then, as the movie goes on, we get to another point, which we'll discuss soon. But yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I just feel like, yeah, the whole like sleep thing. I don't know. I kind of understood it, but at the same time, I was like, "It's an interesting way to to go about this." I guess. I guess that's like his mm. powers, right? Like he puts people to sleep, puts them in yeah. a dream. So, you know, I'm okay with it. But it was it wasn't anything like special. I wasn't wowed by people sleeping. Yeah. Not like when you watched it in the first season, you come across, I think it's like lower seven or something. Yeah. Where he's got these amazing threads. Yeah, yeah, like those were cool when they had those, yeah, like spider threads almost and stuff. Yeah. And like in, in terms of comparison, that demon is nothing in terms of like beating. I mean, because he fused with the train, it was harder to kill him, but in terms of actual like powers i didn't feel like he was that like i didn't feel like he was stronger by any means yeah yeah uh, how did you feel about the the fusing to the train i don't know i think it was good for like how they portrayed it good um i feel like they look it's a story they wanted to tell i feel like the demon could have done 
had different powers to make it more interesting. But in saying that, it sets up the second half of the movie. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, like, I didn't, I I felt like it was an interesting concept, getting this demon to, like, fuse with the, the train. I felt like the CGI also wasn't too bad with, like, the, like tentacles or whatever you're gonna call it coming yeah. coming out of the train like it could have been worse but like i kind of at first when i saw the cgi i was like oh like it's really nice animation and now they're throwing this in i don't know and then i kind of got used to it after like you know a couple minutes see i didn't find that i found when first started the cgi was not the greatest and then like after the first 10 minutes of watching i was like okay i'm into it now yeah right so, like, by the time the fight scene come around, it didn't bother me a bit. Yeah. And so, I think that, yeah, exactly right. Like, it all was to set up the second half of the movie, which was fantastic. Like, I think we both walked out of the movie theater happy. Wanting to watch it again. Yeah, wanting to watch it again. But it ended up, so, yeah, then they, they finally, the most interesting part of the, the train, the train part was probably when um he, like, has to, like kill himself in the sleep to come back into real life to like because he keeps getting put to sleep by the demon having to wake himself up so that he can keep fighting yeah and that that kind of like did my head in for a second because i was like goodness what world is this guy in right now yeah see because i had already read it i kind of knew this part and i was like oh i didn't really like this part in the moment but yeah when i'm in the movie i'll just enjoy it but like what it it is what it is, and that's how they decided to write it, so I'll enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. And they added some details. I can't remember if in the manga his dad comes around like he did in the movie, but I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah. I think it was just differently animated to how the, the manga portrayed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was that was the first half, and I guess our impressions. It was a bit slow. It just felt like a setup for the second half. But how did you feel... Second half. What was the second half? Second half was unreal. So they beat the the train demon, um, Tanjiro and Forehead. I forget his name. Uh um, um, yeah, the boar. Not Zenitsu, the other one. Anyway, the boar, the beautiful male, that gets mistaken for a girl. Yes. Um, so they beat this lower one, which goes to show the training that happened in the in the season one, after they went and took on the lower eight or seven or whatever it was. So you get to see how far they've come in terms of their training, and then the train, then Goku manages to stabilize the train while it comes off the rails so that no one dies in the train accident. Yeah. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, sweet, it's all good. And you think the movie's going to end there. Like, how do you feel when it got to that point? Do you think it was going to end? At that point, I was like, if it's going to end now, there's no way that it would have broken the records that it has. Okay, interesting. Because I was like, eh, ends now, I can understand. I thought it might carry on in a different direction because I forgot about that fight that happened. Yeah. Um, but then I remembered that Spoiler, major spoiler if you're watching and you're going to watch it. Don't, don't listen to this, but Rengoku obviously dying. 
I'd forgotten that he had died until I'd seen that part, and I was like, "Wait, there's more to come here." Yeah, and I think I didn't I didn't know um, that the demon that was gonna come next, right? Was I felt like he was so badass. He was so yeah, cool. Up three, unreal. I like the way the way when they were fighting and like his limb would get chopped off and then he would just like the sound effect was like doof and then they just grew another yep. arm back. Yep. I was like, oh, no wonder. And how he's just like trying to convince Rengoku to become a demon. Yeah, and he's like, I want to fight you for eternity. Become one of us. Yeah. Such a cool demon in like the drawings and how he fights. And I, I feel like... And, you know, I think the the, the perfect thing here is that um, Tanjiro, Zenitsu, and Forehead realize that they're no match for this. Like, they're just... If they got in the way, they'd be dead. Yeah. Like, the, the boar... I think one of the boar's lines, like, he was watching, he was like, I can barely keep up with, like, watching this. Yeah, and even if I got involved, I would be dead in an instant. Yeah. And so it kind of, like, speaks to... Dengoku and being one of the, what do they call him? Hi- Hashira. 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 Yeah, the, being one of the Hashira, right? Um, one of those top swordsmen, and so I, yeah, I definitely think that was the coolest part of the movie. It was just the fight scene, the animation. I don't think it went for too long. Oh, I reckon it went for about fifteen minutes. Yeah, I reckon it went for a, a while, but I didn't feel like it was too long. I felt like they, they broke no, it up. They broke it up with some backstory with Dengoku and stuff as well. Is that that's when they used the backstory, right? Uh, no, I think it was before that. To be I think it was after the the battle with his parents and that. Yeah, they start. Um, I don't think it was during the battle. I think they'd broken it up with like little snippets of um Tanjiro in between. Yeah, so I think, yeah, it was probably broken up with Tanjiro then. But I just felt like because it was broken up a little bit. And then it, you know, it was really well animated. And because it, it was almost like, yeah, this Oni didn't want to kill Rengoku. He was like, he just wants him to come and become an Oni with him. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, it was really interesting. And I have to throw a shout out to the music. I was sitting there through both fight scenes, like that one and the one on the train being like, they nailed this music. Like they could not have done a better job with the music. Yeah. Yeah, like the music had me in the whole time. You just it starts and you're like, oh, yes. Like I'm here, let's go. Yeah. yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? Yeah, with like the the fight scene. Oh yeah, did you? Did you, okay. I was watching it. Um, I only knew one of the people I went with to watch it. I was like, ended up being with this group of of people because I just got an invite. I went. And I felt like I had to hold back my tears. There was moments there where I felt like I was gonna, I was gonna cry. <laughs> yeah, look, because I'd already read the, man- read the manga. I remember crying when I read the manga. So when I watched the movie, I was on the verge of crying, but I didn't. I was like, nah. I- obviously, I can't do this. You have to be tough. <laughs> See, I like. There's not very often I don't cry. The only time I cry is for anime, and if someone actually dies, it's generally the two uh, scenarios that I'll actually cry. Yeah, and yeah, and I I I tried my best, and then I shed one tear. I can't remember what it was. I think it was like when I knew that Dengoku was gonna die because I didn't read the manga. 
Yeah. And he was and being like, so no. noble. And he was like the Oni son. He was like the older brother. And like he was just so noble in his cause. And he was like, I'm going to stay true to myself and make sure to see this through. And I was like, no, not my, not my homie. Yeah, he was pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess what, is there anything else you have to say about the movie? That was, it was just fantastic. Like the whole 15 minutes. If you haven't minute. seen it, go see it. <laughs> you haven't seen it, go see it. Like, even, I reckon even people that don't like anime would enjoy that fight scene. Like, such a good fight scene. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think it should go in with, like, one of the montages if someone's going to make one for 2021. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm excited to see what, what other fight scenes they come up with in the anime is going to start uh, the second season in April. So, excited for that. Mm, I'm so keen for that. Yeah. It's just going to pick up from where the movie left off. Yeah. I c- I'm going to, I'm going to, like... Just guess, obviously not having seen the manga, but or read the manga. It's probably going to be like a little bit depresso-espresso at the beginning, because they just lost their big mate. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like it's going to be good. Yeah. Because it's, it's going on from, like, uh, where he says, go find my family. My family is going to do this if that makes sense yeah yeah and he like sends him off to go yeah i remember now he was like my family will take care of you or like do this and then you'll be able to yeah go see my dad and there's text there that only he's read that i haven't read and and the boar who tells tanjiro he's like smarten up this old mate just died but i mean he told us to stay strong he told us to move on and be you know keep pushing on yeah and so yeah it was great. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Indeed. I think that's all for us today. It is. It is. We've busy. I don't know, mate. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't have anything else planned. We've been so busy. Yeah, busy bees. I mean, yeah. Hopefully, we'll be able to have some more chat, some more variation. Things should chill out in a bit. Yeah. For now, just bear with us. <laughs> but, uh, Hit the English wheels with the Japanese. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's an English podcast, that's right. Anyhow, thank you again for joining us on this uh, podcast. And uh, if you want to find us, if you don't already know, we are also doing YouTube. We have a Discord, so feel free to join the Discord. Um, tell us what you want to hear yeah let us know tell us about what you like about Japan your animes your anything right your food mm. it'd be great to hear from you and uh, we will see you or catch you on the next one Johnny Johnny